listening to First Church Charlotte. Amen. Amen, amen. And I hope our pastor's having a good time this week, getting rested up, because we need to draw out of him what he's been studying and practicing or whatever. Amen, amen. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and grab those. I'm going to not speak long tonight, but I'm going to just kind of uh, share a testimony in a, in a type and a way, okay? Um, I'm doing the scripture just because that's just the right thing to do. Make it spiritual. <laughs> I just got into town an hour and a half ago, people. I was telling these guys earlier, I was studying, going down the highway, <laughs> trying to get everything together because shortness of time. But anyway, we're going to go to uh, 1 Samuel chapter 16 and verse 7. You will not see it over the overhead screens because they're out. Okay? We're going to 1 Samuel chapter 16 and verse 7. We're going to read just one verse. And it says this right here. But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance or on the, uh, the height of his stature, because I have refused him, talking about Saul, for the Lord seeth not as man seeth, for man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. Amen. Father, we give you praise and thanksgiving. We thank you for this evening. We thank you for our fellowship together. Father, let this word come out to us. Bless us, Lord, with, with the nugget that we can get a hold of. We give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. you may be seated. I was thinking today how great of a pastor we have. He might not be the greatest pastor, but he's up there with them. I mean, I'm sorry. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He is the greatest. I was corrected. He was the greatest. But, uh, and we miss brother and sister Bishop Elms. I guess you say it that way. I will. Now, I had to cut on my uh, laptop and put all this up. I'm, I'm real techno savvy. So, uh, actually, I'm old school. So, I got all my notes on paper. So, if they fall on the floor, church is over. <laughs> brother Dwan. To the prayer room, will you? <laughs> All right. What it is, is um, th this happened to me just a couple weeks ago. I, th I think I was talking to Brother Rick Mendoza about this the other day. Um, I was coming down the highway, and I do a lot of thinking, pondering in my mind. I do not listen to the radio much. My children say amen because they know I don't. Um, I, I just, I just, I don't know. That's just me. I like doing that. But I had the radio on, and uh, I wasn't paying attention to what was on it. I was just being very thankful for different things in my life. And I don't know if it was a uh, moment of, of ministry or a ponder a moment or whatever it was, but the guy came on the radio and he said this one thing to me, he or he said on the radio, he says, what does God see when he sees you? And it hit me. I don't know. It just, it, it reached out and grabbed me. And so I turned up, and it, it was like I said, it was just a moment thing. And I turned it off, and as I rode down the highway, I began to think of that. I thought about Ed Hodge. And I thought, God, what do you see when you see me? And that would be the title. What does God see when he looks at me? What does he see when he sees me? And as I rode down the highway, I began to look back at my life. And I'm like, 
No, I hope not. You know, I, I couldn't begin a, I couldn't, I couldn't feel comfortable. I couldn't feel at ease. I was feeling kind of uneasy on myself. And I know we have the Holy Ghost and we have Jesus Christ and we got, I understand all that. I understand that, but understand this in the flesh. This is what was going through my mind as I traveled down the road. What, you know, what, what, what's going to happen when I stand before God? Now, I know I've stood in front of judges, not being judged, but with the guy that I arrested. But, and I looked at their faces, and as they stood there, they didn't know what the judge was going to say. They didn't know what the judge was going to sentence. They didn't know what evidence the judge had. And so they were nervous, and they were scared. You can see, you can see their heart, I mean, their chest is pounding because they're scared. And I understand that. I understood it because we didn't know. He didn't know what the judge was going to, what sentence the judge was going to cast out. And then I started thinking about that as I traveled down the road. When I stand before God, what evidence is he's going to present to me? What weakness? What weakness? Now, see, in our judge and our judicial system right now, if it didn't go our way or it didn't look like the, we, we like it, what do we do? We appeal it. And we appeal it again. And we appeal it again. And two years later, we're appealing it again. You understand what I'm saying? But I looked at it and I thought, you know, when I stand before the creator of all time, the maker of all. And he cast the judgment on me. That's it. There is no appeal. There is no, you know, wait, wait, time out, God. I was nice to Sister Purple, you know. But I'm just saying, there, there, there was, and that began to scare me, if y'all if understand that. And I began to just have a little bit of fear, and I, I began to repent. <laughs> I did. I said, God, have mercy on me. You know, I, I don't know everything in my life. I don't know all about this flesh. And I begin to cry. And all of a sudden, in the presence of the Holy Ghost, filled that little compartment area that I was in. And it was impressed on me. It says, Ed, when I look at you, I see you through the blood. And I begin to thank God. I feel it now. I begin to thank God. Because he doesn't see my weaknesses. He doesn't see my past. He doesn't see all these problems that I have in my life. When he looks at me, he sees the blood. Now, if you haven't been baptized in Jesus' name, let me encourage you. Get on the, get on the roll. Get up there. Get washed. Get the blood between you and God. And let it there'll be a shield there that when God looks at you, all he sees is the blood. And it just it, and it thrilled me. As, as I traveled, I, the fear went away. The joy of the Lord began to feel the, 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 the cabin. I, don't, I can't think of the compartment, you know, the, the car. Uh, it just began to feel it, and I began to worship God. And the only thing that kept coming out of my mind was the song that, um, I can't even think of the lady's name. When he sees me sit through the blood, all he can see is the king. Matter of fact, I even wrote the words down somewhere. But that ought to thrill us who have been walking with God, who have been with God. And maybe if you're just now walking with God, that, that needs to thrill you because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen tomorrow morning. The enemy is going to come at you and he's going to say, oh, don't you remember this? Don't you remember that? But you see, we read it in the scripture. Man looketh at the outside. So we begin to look at ourselves. You know, we look at ourselves and say, yo, I didn't do this right, God. I messed up today, God. I told Brother Ron off. No, I didn't. I'm just, 
But I'm just saying, we begin to look at ourselves like that, and God's going, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, does that not thrill you? That when you stand before the creator and maker of all, all of the heavenly hosts are watching. Everybody that you knew in the past, in the future, in the present, whatever, is it going to be, everybody's going to be watching. And when, you, when he calls your name to step up there, God's going to say, all I see is the blood. I see no fault. Enter into the joy of the Lord. <laughs> Listen, we're living a great life. It's not always happy. It's not always up and down. But look, we're living a great life. God has been good to us. John 1 says this right here. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become the children of God. Children not born of natural descent, nor human descent, or a husband's will, but born of God. We are the child of God. And on this very last Wednesday of the year, I'm not going to preach a long message. I'm not going to preach a long time. I just want to encourage you tonight and motivate you tonight. You see, God, way back in Genesis, he got to a point where he, fed, he got fed up with humans. He just got totally fed up. That he said, you know what? It repenteth me that I made humans. But as he began to move in that direction, he found, he found Noah. And in Noah, there was grace. A little bit of grace of God bloomed out. And God destroyed mankind, but he kept Noah. And he began to bless Noah and bless Noah and bless Noah. But what happened? Y'all know the history. Humans begin to mess up again. Humans begin to make mistakes again. And so God says, all right, I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to send prophets. Let prophets work them out. That didn't work. He said, okay, let me, sing, let me send kings. See what the kings do. Kings didn't do anything. Well, let me send judges. And the judges didn't do anything. We kept going. Yes, we humans kept going on and on. And just like us today, we mess up. Uh, come on. If we're all like Brother David Martin is holy with a big old ring over his head and holy and everything, we'd be okay. But we're not. We make mistakes, don't we? I make mistakes. That's why it scared me when I was riding down the road. Now, I know y'all don't do this. You know, y'all don't ride down the road and think out loud or kind of talk to yourselves or do crazy stuff like that. I do. Hey, I'll tell you right now, I even answer myself. <laughs> But the thing about it, <laughs> but it helps me to understand me and my relationship with my creator. I wouldn't change this life for anything. Amen. I came out of, well, I came out of a you know, different disco situation. Y'all don't know anything about that, but it's good to see the Luntz family here tonight. All the way down from up north somewhere. <laughs> but God, God saved me. God kept me. When I, went, when I was baptized, I was baptized in February. There was no heater in the baptistry. I went down with stammering lips, and I came out with stammering lips. And it wasn't the Holy Ghost when I came out. It was cold water. Am I going to witness anybody? Anybody else been there? 
All you young guys and people, y'all get this nice warm baptism water. It's flowing easy. You go down in there and it's nice. and Oh, yeah, it's great and anything. Listen, when I went down, I had a lot of sin in my life. I tried to commit, well, I didn't try. I was thinking about committing suicide because I didn't have anything. There wasn't anything going on. But when I came up out of that water, I tell people when they do it now, you'll feel a cleansing inside. See, listen to the witnesses. There's a cleansing inside. All my sins were washed away. And the good thing is, when God looks at me, what does he see? He sees the blood. The enemy comes at me, and, and maybe he does you too, but he does me. He says, Ed, don't you remember back? Matter of fact, it happened on the way to church tonight. Don't you remember back in such and such, such and such, you did this? And I, and I almost grabbed the hold of it, and I went, yeah, just stop it. I said, it's under the blood. God don't remember it, so why should I remember it? Right? <laughs> Hebrews 9 says this, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered into, in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. He gave it to us. Jesus Christ. You see, God worked with the judges and the prophets and the kings, and it didn't work out. So finally, what he did, because of his love for us, he wrapped himself up in flesh, and he came to earth. And we just celebrate the birth of it. He came to earth so that we can have eternal redemption. Isn't that powerful? That, there's, that, that, it gets a hold of me, and I will sit there sometimes and say, why would any, anybody back away from God? I know life's hard. I know life's up and down's tough. But why would anybody want to back away from something like this? God has given us the eternal salvation. Amen. First John 1 says this, but if we walk in, his, in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all our sins. Not a few, not a half, but all of our sins. Hang on, I got to scroll up here. I don't want to lose my page. So what does God see when he looks at you? Don't look in the mirror and say, ugh. I know some of y'all do that in the mornings. I, I won't say what I was going to say. <clears throat> the writer of the song, I can't, maybe Reba McIntyre, not Reba McIntyre, what was her name? Who said that? You got it, Dottie Rambo. That's who it was. I'm only going to read part of the song because that's all I, can, all I can write when I'm right down the road. She wrote this right here, with all my imperfections, my faults, that anyone can see, I question and I wonder what the Father sees in me. But he constantly reminds me he's the Father and I'm the child. So I yield in sweet surrender, making Calvary all worthwhile. He sees me through the blood and calms me through the Lamb. He doesn't see my past. He takes me as I am. He doesn't see the slave, the prisoner, or the chains. He sees me through the blood. He can only see a king. What does God see when he sees you? Have you ever thought of that? And I want, this is one of the things I want you to ponder in your life or in your mind, even when you're riding home. What does God see in you? I thought about this, and, and I've got a witness over here. 
I've always asked God, not always, but as many times as I can, God, what have I done for the kingdom of God? Have I done any good that brings glory to your name? Have I, have I done any, any, anything that brings you know, praise to you or motivates and encourages my brothers and my sisters in Christ? And I've been praying that, especially for the last couple months because I've just been going through this little study thing. And one afternoon, I got a phone call from Sister Michelle. And I'm like, yeah. She goes, you remember such and such? And I went, oh, yeah. She goes, she just called here. I hadn't heard from her in, when I say 20, 25 years. She was a teenager in high school when I was a school resource officer there. And she is now a grown adult. She's got three kids of her own. And um, she called the church. She saw my ugly old mug on, was it Facebook or YouTube? What am I doing on YouTube? It's got to be the comic section. But she saw me on YouTube, and she called the church. And then, of course, she got it with Sister Michelle, and, she, and I called and got it back and forth. And she wanted to tell me, she said, you don't know how many lives you touched at school while you were there. And I thought, and that was an answer prayer. So I asked God, God, thank you. <laughs> but those are the things that God sees. Those are the things that I want God to see. That when I stand before him, really and truly, the only thing I really want to hear is, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Enter in. Man, you don't think I'm going to be the flash? Man, I'm going to be going. Now, I'm going to tell y'all something right now. What I'm going to do. So I'm going to go roll Sister Elms's yard. Anyway. Y'all didn't hear that? Y'all understand what I said? We always pick on each other. I told her I was going to come by and hang out at her house and stuff. I said, no, I'm going to come and roll her yard in heaven. Oh, that just went, y'all just, in my mind, that was funny. <laughs> so anyway, so what does God see in you? What does God see in you? Brother Preston, if you'll come and, and make Sister Purple happy, begin to play. I want to I want to I want to do a little something here. This is my second point. There it is. Let me roll scroll it up. There we go. When God sees you and he sees me, he sees good. And I'm going to say some, I'm going to read a line and I want y'all to speak out and all I want you to say but God sees the good in me. Okay? Let's practice. Ready? 1 2 3 Amen. When God looks at you, what does he see? We may struggle with fears. We may face battles. We may wonder where our friends all have gone. We may struggle to find purpose in our lives. We may have questions and concerns in our lives. We may feel left out in the cold at times, but we may wonder why we have to face the storms. Are you getting it? <laughs> we may wish that a brighter day was just ahead. We may want to change everything in our lives. 
we may decide that what we are not that we are not worthy of his blessings but we may get weary in well doing and we may get discouraged in our life's path do you get it God sees the best in us we are the children of the most high God now does that mean that we go out and, and, and puff ourselves up no we humble ourselves as. But we are the children of God. And if you're ever riding down the road and you say, God, what do you see in me? I'll tell you this. He sees you through the blood. He has blessed you through the blood. And when we stand before God in that glorious day, He's going to see us through the blood. Let's all stand. grace and mercy is totally amazing. It is totally amazing. If we can ever get a hold of that or think of that. Um, it should blow us away. I'm trying to find my last scripture. I'll shuffle my pages around. y'all had a great Christmas but in the year 2018 I want it to be in your minds two things one God sees the good in me it doesn't matter what your boss says your friend says or anything else like that God sees the good in you if you don't believe that come and visit your brothers and sisters at church this is a beautiful church a loving church I love church but also remember that God sees you through the blood. And that's more important than anything. And I found my scriptures in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. A we knew this part. You're a peculiar people. You just look at Skylar and know that. But anyway, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness and into this marvelous light. You should show forth the praises of Him. So I want to take just a few seconds right now. Let us lift up our voices and our praise to Him for His goodness and His mercy. you have a good night tonight be careful going home we'll see you soon thank you for listening to first church charlotte if you're in the charlotte north carolina area come join us at 4929 north sharon amity road at the corner of shamrock drive 
Sunday mornings at 9 and 11 a.m. and Bible Study Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Online, find us at firstchurchclt.com or like us on Facebook or Twitter. We hope to see you soon. Come worship with us.